guys and welcome back to Cat Eye Podcast. My name is Brody, and I'm getting back into another episode of rambling because I've done quite a few of like topic based uh, ones. Um, but yeah, I just sort of wanted to go back to just talking about the random shit that comes to my mind because I have like so many thoughts and I just, I don't know, it's funny like writing them down, you really realize like how much... Um, like that you're thinking about things like these random little things are just like things that wow can I say things more oh my god uh but yeah these like random thoughts that come into your head and like you know normally they would just be like a thought and then they're gone five minutes later but like because I'm writing them I'm like whoa like there's so many little things or little moments in my life that like sorry my chair is like really squeaky today um yeah lots of little things that like I would never have even bothered to like literally tell anybody and then I'm like well you know what fuck it why not like why not share these things like I don't know, it's just kind of, like, fun, I think, and, like, fun to look back on and see all the things that, like, I don't know, I thought was, like, really, like, worth it or just, like, the things that come to me. So it's, like, a flashback a little bit to, like, a few weeks ago. Um, But, yeah, so I'm just going to get right into it. Uh, The first one I was going to talk about um, was when you get the, like, the string, like, tea bags. I don't know how to, like, talk about them with, like, I feel like you know what that means. Like, the ones, the tea bags that have, like, a bit of string attached to them and then there's, like, a cardboard bit, um, like, at the the top of it. Um, and there's just something so wrong about when the fucking tea bag gets dragged down by the water and that cardboard piece goes into the water. Like, I realize it, like, couldn't be toxic for that exactly reason. Like, it's probably fine. But it just feels so fucking wrong. And, like, I was doing it um, the other day. And I just remember, like, seeing it and being like, oh, my God, like, this, like, shouldn't be a thing. Like, I just feel like I can't drink this tea almost. Like, it feels tainted now. And, like, fishing it out. And it's so gross. And then, the like, the rope bit or the string bit's gone in. And it just, like, it all feels wrong. But also, I much prefer the string teas to, like, the ones that are just the bag. I don't know. That's just, it's such a conflict. It's so hard. Um, so <laughs> it's just like a little tidbit. I just thought it was kind of like a thing. I don't know if anyone else has that same problem, but I just like, it bothers me. But just so you know, cause I'm, you know, I'm not going to waste a tea bag. I do still drink the tea. I just feel like a bit gross on the first sip. But anyway, um, oh, this is actually, this was like so good. So, um, things have obviously been opening up, well, not obviously if you don't live in Victoria or Australia, but we, um, we've been having zero cases, which is very exciting for COVID. And, um, so obviously things have been starting to open up again. Lockdowns have been eased, but, um, we still have like the occasional conversations and stuff over discord with like my friends. Um, one of who is Nick from last week. And, uh, we were just talking about, like, we often go on to allow our pets because obviously we've got our cameras on and, you know, like my rats, we bring them out for times and then Forrest comes into a little bit as well. And we were talking about them because I think he must have, like, Forrest must have gone into, like, the camera or something. So he was, like, just blocking the view. So he was the topic of conversation. Also, he's a boy Um And Harry was, like, trying to send through, like, this video that he got of Forrest snoring because it just, like, sounds so cute and amazing. Like, oh, so good. Um, and then he was like, as he was going through to find this video, he found this photo of like Forrest's foot, like squished up on like part of my skin, which in fairness, like I'm a chubby bitch. So like, he probably just thought it was like on my stomach or something or like my thigh. And that was why like my skin was being pushed down by the weight of his foot and his foot was like squished up against it. So like, it kind of did look cute in this like little square that is the like snapshot on his bone. And so he's like, oh, I'll just send this through at the same time. And 
as he sent it through, like our friends are just like, one of them just goes, did you just send us a fro like a photo of Brody's tits? <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? And then I had a look at the photo because we hadn't actually enlarged it and like looked at the full photo. And I was like, holy shit. Like aside from the nip, it's basically my full like boob plus part of the other one and the cleavage where I was like clearly just naked or whatever on the bed. And I was like, well, yep, that's what it is. Like that is my tit that you've just decided to send to everyone. So like, thanks Harry for fucking leaking my nudes. But also like, like the lucky thing is that they've actually all seen my tits before because I've just like, when I get drunk, I get like really like confident and dancey pants. <laughs> like, um, kind of, yeah, just really like overconfident and sexual and everything else. So I have flashed them my like boobs multiple times when we've been away. And like, I never wear bras when I'm like at home. So like when we're away, same rule applies. I'm like, I want to be comfy, so I'm not wearing a bra. So when I'm drinking and getting really confident, there is no bra there, and it was just full tits, like, constantly. Um, so, you know, it's, they had actually seen it before, thank God. But also, like, I don't know if they needed the photo. <laughs> but anyway. Um, oh, and then whilst we're on the topic of Harry being a bit of a dummy, um, he was trying, he's, like, at the moment trying to get some animating-type jobs. So he's been sending out lots of resumes and emails and shit like that. And I believe it was uh, Vivzy Pop is, I think, her handle on Twitter. And if any of you know, like, Hasbin Hotel and Hell of a Boss, they're those animated ones. You can find them on YouTube. They're, like, amazing adult cartoons, and you guys should definitely check them out if you haven't already. They're fantastic. Um, and she was asking for like a cleanup animated crew or whatever. And so I was like, oh my God, like Harry, you should apply for this because not only do we like really like their animations and everything, like it's a job. And he was like, yeah, yeah, that sounds like a really good idea. I'll like, I'll do it right away. Cause it had been out, I think for like eight hours or something. So like, mm, we're like, if we don't get it out now. Like, I mean, I don't think you got it anyway, just spoiler, but, um, yeah, it just had been out for a while. So like, we're better getting quick. Otherwise we're going to miss out like completely. Like they won't even see it. And so he's like trying to send this email and he's like, oh my God, like I'm putting in an email and it's not working. And like, I don't understand what the fuck's wrong with it. Like, it's just not going through every time I try to click send, it won't let me. And he's like doing all this stuff. And I was like trying to see, it. I'm like on the couch, so I can't really see what he's doing wrong. But I'm like, well, how hard is it to copy and paste a fucking email address into an email line for Google, like Gmail? Anyway, he was like, and he also had to go to like his actual work. So he was like in a rush and he's like, I can't figure it out. I don't know what's going on. Like, I'm just going to have to leave it. And I was like, look, you just go, like, if you've got everything linked, like your resume and everything, like it's all ready to send, I'll look at this email and I'll figure out what the fuck's going on and I'll try and send it for you because I have the day off. And anyway, he leaves or he's about to leave. I sit in the desk chair to have a look at what the fuck's going on. And he's put a fucking at symbol at the front of the email. So obviously like there's like, example, one, two, three at gmail.com is the normal. And he put at one, two, three at gmail.com. And I was like, you fucking dumbass. Like, how do you fuck this up? Like, how many emails have you sent over your life? Like, come on, we're the internet generation, guys. And um, I said to him, I was like, dude, you've got an extra at sign. And he's like, what do you mean? There's supposed to be at signs. And I was like, yeah, there is. But you've got one at the start of the email. And he's like, no, that's where it's supposed to be. And I was like, no, it fucking isn't. Like, what are you on, dude? Anyway, he comes over and he looks. And I was like, what is this? And he was like, Oh, 
Yeah, no, that's my bad. I don't know what the fuck went on there. I was like, dude, I honestly looked at this for two seconds and could see the problem. Like something, you've got to figure yourself out. Like that's really, like that's embarrassing. Um, so <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that was like amusing. Um, also, I'm trying to like, I haven't recorded for a little bit. I've been trying to um, get through some of my back playing. What, I don't even know what you would call it. Like this is like pre-recorded stuff because I like wanted to always have like a couple backed up in case like I got really busy for one week and I just like didn't have time to record one and stuff like that and I realized I was like about a month or more like in advance and I was like I like it's starting to be weird because it's so far like behind um so yeah I've just tried to like let these play out and not been recording too many so like again as I said um if I'm like a little bit odd in the way that I'm talking it's just because I'm like really getting used to it <laughs> so I feel like I'm like doing like these awkward laughs and just like not really like a hundred percent as good as like I was so I'm sorry if that's the case I'm trying I'm just like out of touch because I was trying to like catch myself up because it was getting like awkward um which this I mean it doesn't really relate but it's like I just thought this was like an interesting thing to bring up because I feel like it's true and I feel like people just need to hear this but it's okay to make mistakes and I feel like everybody has heard that saying like a thousand times right like who hasn't heard that through all of their schooling like support groups, everything, like everyone always says it's okay to make mistakes. But I feel like nobody actually believes it. And there's this whole stigma around like not like sticking to your opinion. And I don't know why it's such a weird like proud pride type of a thing. But like I find a lot of the time like people have this attitude where they're clearly making a statement that is wrong or a behavior that is wrong and they realize partway through or later on even that it was a mistake and it, or like, you know, it wasn't right or wasn't acceptable. And rather than admitting to like, you know, the people or whoever it is that they've offended or just even to themselves that like, hey, this was not okay or this wasn't right, they decide to run with it because I guess they're just, I, I don't know if it's yet yeah, embarrassment with the fact that they did the wrong thing in the first place or if it is just a pride thing, like, oh no, I could never be wrong. Like I have to be right 100% of the time. But whatever it is, like, people just need to get out of that fucking headspace. Like, it makes you such a bigger person. And, like, I have so much more respect for you as a person. If you can be like, hey, yeah, no, I fucked up. But I'm like, you know, I realize that I've, you know, did the wrong thing. But I don't want to be that person. Or I, you know, I don't really feel like that. Or I've learned new information. So now I don't feel like that. Or anything of that kind. Like, admitting that you were at fault is just such, like, a like a big move I don't know like I just it's just like so respectful to be like instead of being like doing the cop out of no no like you just didn't get it or like I I'm not wrong because of this reason or whatever like all that kind of bullshit like fuck off like it's just so unnecessary and like we're in a time where it is being like acceptance is a big thing and I think if you come out and say like your wrongdoings like people aren't going to be like judging you for being admitting like that you're wrong. If anything, they're judging you because you don't admit it. And like, I'm not talking about like celebrities or anything in general. I'm talking about like anybody. <laughs> like, I just don't know why you wouldn't want to. And like, it's okay to change an opinion. Like, I feel like that's totally okay. Like just because you feel a certain way and then change it, like you don't have to run with the original one just because like, oh, well, I'm going to seem like stupid if I change my thoughts on something because like that makes me seem weak or like I'm just flipping for the masses it's like no you're flipping because it's the right thing like and I'm sure like I'm not talking about like being like peer pressured into liking peanut butter when you hated it or something like that I'm talking about like real world shit or like you know maybe you were told something about another person like you know 
someone in your friend group was like, hey, you know, Sophie's a real bitch. And then you like didn't have any information to back this and nothing. She'd done nothing to you, but you thought she was a bitch just because this one person said it. And then you talk to her one day and realize, oh, she's not a bitch. And I feel like the difference between you being like, hey, like I've made a mistake and I'm going to hang out with this person because Sophie actually is a nice person as opposed to being like, Sophie is great, but my friend said she was a bitch and that's the mental attitude that I've had and God forbid I change that one because then I'm going to seem like a pushover. So like, I'm just going to keep treating her that way. Like, I just think it's like wrong. I don't know. I don't know if that analogy made any sense, but I just, I think you guys get what I'm talking about. Like just be okay with being wrong and be okay with apologizing for doing the wrong thing because the other thing is like you don't get to control how people feel, right? So if you like, if someone comes to you and says, and I find this is like a big deal. I've seen a lot of it actually online about parents, which I've had this myself where you are talking to them about something that's made you feel bad. And I'm like, obviously I'm talking about parents because this is specifically something I can relate to, but like this can happen anywhere. But they're talking to you about something that's made you feel bad. And later on you come to them and you go, Hey, I just wanted to let you know that when you said X, Y, Z, it made me feel bad or it made it hurt my feelings or I didn't appreciate that you use these terms or whatever. And I just don't understand why it's such a big deal for them to go, well, you shouldn't have got offended because blah, blah, blah. And I'm not talking about like, you know how there's special snowflakes, like those ones that like, they're just looking to be offended by anything to cause drama. Like I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about real stuff where someone said something that's upset you. And I just don't think you get to choose if that upset someone or not. You know what I mean? Like the upsetty can't choose whether what they said offended that person or not. Like it is how you view. Sorry, Forrest is doing his little bing and I'm going to have to go and fix that. But also just because you've, you know, apologized doesn't mean that you can, can't talk about it. Like I think that's also important as well is to have the discussion about why it hurt their feelings. Like, you know, I think um, closure is really important. And I think there's, you know, there's one thing to say, you hurt my feelings and have them say sorry. And then that's the end of it. Because ultimately, like, I think talking about what it was that made you upset makes more of a difference because not only do they then know exactly what it was that upset you so they can make sure not to do that again. It also like allows for you as the person to be like, if they explicitly are doing the thing that I said and explain to them that upsets me, if they're doing it again and again and again, I mean, you can clearly tell that they're not a friend that you need to have. You know what I mean? Because people that are really like want to be your friend and care about your feelings, if you tell them that something upsets you, they're not going to keep doing it. Or if they realize that they've done it, they're going to apologize straight away without even like needing you to ask because it's going to wake up to them. So I just think like, don't settle for things that make you upset and like, don't settle for people. Like don't just take crap because you're scared to ask for an apology. And regardless if it's parents, friends, whatever, if someone is victim blaming, I guess, and saying that it's your fault that you're upset by something, that's not necessarily true. And if they're unwilling to have a discussion about it and talk about people's points of view and everything like that, then I mean, obviously I would remove myself from that situation. I realize with like you're with parents, that's can be hard to do. And obviously you need to be able to afford to move out or have somewhere to go. So obviously that can be really hard. But then I think in that case, it's really important to try and not listen to it. Try not to take it personally. If something upsets you, talk about it with somebody else. And then, I mean, obviously like the best thing would be to talk about it with them. 
But I realize that some parents just aren't able to deal with that. They won't accept it and it will make the situation worse. And that's only going to make you more upset. So if it's really not a possibility to talk to them about it, you need to be getting that off your chest with somebody else just so that you can release it until you can get away from that situation. Because to be honest, I feel like someone that treats you like that, like, I don't know, I just don't think it's very fair. And I think it really like makes a horrible environment. So... It's kind of went on a bit of a tangent, but I just wanted to put that out there because I just, I like, I know how that feels and it feels like shit. It makes you feel terrible and like you can't talk to people and it's just like not a good place. Um, which, and again, as I said, ultimately it comes down to people being able to accept they're wrong and not take it as a personal attack. It's like, if anything, it's a learning environment, you know, like, hey, this happened, no good. And then you learn from it and that's totally fine. We're always learning. Um... Oh, I'm trying to think of what I was talking about now. Oh, okay. This is actually like, this kind of is like a little bit on that sort of like more serious area of this topic. So before I go into what I think will be probably my last topic for today, um, I just want to bring this one up because I think it was a really good point to make. Um, so I was watching this guy on TikTok and I'm sorry if I bring up TikTok a lot. I just like, honestly, it's been like one of those things that during this whole um like lockdown everything like it's continually brought like lots of joy and everything like that and it's always really funny and I don't know there's just so much on there for you to find and um this one particular TikTok really like stood out to me as a really important video and it's kind of a shame that it's somewhat on that platform because I think it's like really like it's an important message but also, like, it's probably going to get seen by so many people. So it's, you know, it, I mean, I saw it on that. So I guess it's useful. But it was basically, um, I'm going to tag him. His name was Shukran on um, TikTok. It's like S-H-O-O-K-R-A-N. So if you haven't looked him up, you definitely should. He's in Australia as well. But he brought up this topic about people wearing jumpers and stuff like that in summer. And... I really related to this because I was like, thank God someone finally brought this up because I feel this myself and it's like such an awkward issue, but it's like, it really hits hard. So I am self-conscious about my body and I know that I'm on the heavier side. So I'm like, I'm not oblivious to it, but I, unfortunately I don't have the self-confidence to be able to like work it like some of these girls and guys do. I just like, don't have it in me. Unfortunately, I wish that I did, <laughs> um, but I, unfortunately I don't. So particularly at work, I always wear a jumper over the top of my scrub top because I ultimately, I have put on a bit of weight since I got the scrub top. I feel like for me, it's too tight, too revealing and I don't like it. And I just generally feel more comfortable because of my body image issues, wearing a jumper that I feel personally covers, you know, those areas that I'm not happy with a little bit better and makes me feel a bit more like hidden. Obviously, I'm not an idiot. I know that they still know that I'm overweight and like that's not going to change. But it just for me, I make like it makes a little bit of a difference to where I'm not like as self-conscious as I could be. And constantly I always get people and particularly um, because last year, actually last summer was the year that I like kept on the entire time, no matter the degree. Like it was 40 degrees here, which I don't know the Fahrenheit of that, but 40 degrees Celsius is like a few degrees above like normal body temperature like it's pretty hot <laughs> so I don't know if that like relates helps relate at all but like it's hot um it's about like the max sort of range for like Victorian summers so 
a lot of people, including the customers, and customers would say like, oh, like you're wearing that jumper, like you must be so hot. And I would always, you know, like smile and just be like, oh no, like it's kind of, it gets cold in here when we've got the air cons on. So like, I find that I need it on anyway. Like it's, you know, it's just what I prefer. And like, oh yeah, no, that makes sense. That's fair enough. Um, and then I would get a lot of my work colleagues saying the same thing. I was like, oh my God, like you're still wearing your jumper. Like, God, aren't you getting hot? And I was like thinking, yeah, I fucking am getting hot. But also like the alternative is just not an option for me in my opinion. Um, and obviously at the same time, I would have a similar answer to them of like, I just prefer it or like, um, you know, I wear blankets at home when it's summer because I just like the feeling of them or again, the cold thing, like it gets cold, but the air conditioner's on. So I prefer it. Um, anything like that. Like I would come up with all these excuses because ultimately I didn't want to talk about the real issue, which was body image because a lot of the people there, as much as I like enjoy them, we have good chats. It's something that I don't really feel that comfortable talking to them about, which obviously seems weird now because I'm opening this up to basically anybody in the existence that has access to the internet. <laughs> so it might seem a little bit strange, but on a personal level, like I just didn't really feel like bringing that up. I didn't feel comfortable talking about it with them or, you know, having that discussion and saying, I feel really fat, so I don't want to expose myself. Um, and he, this Shukran's um, TikTok was talking about that and just saying how if someone's wearing, you know, long pants or a jumper or something like that in summer to not bring it up because obviously like, you know, we know it's hot and they know it's hot. <laughs> so you don't need to mention about the fact that they're wearing a jumper because you don't know what the reason is as to why that is. Like anyone wearing a jumper during summer, myself included, we're fucking hot. Like we're dying underneath it. We're sweating. It's horrible. But the ulterior is so like not what we want to do that or like you know it's not even imaginable it's not an option basically is how I see it like there is no option of me not wearing the jumper because the alternative is just not even a thing so but I mean he was also he talked about you know people that have cut themselves that obviously don't want to show their scars or um, some other body related issue where you just feel more comfortable being hidden and obviously I would love to get to a point where I didn't feel like I had to wear a jumper to work or you know, even when I go out, sometimes I feel very self-conscious about wearing shorts because I think, you know, like, oh my God, like my thunder thighs, like, holy shit, everyone's going to think I'm humongous compared to all these other like skinny dishes. Not that there's anything wrong with being skinny. I'm jealous of you. But, um, and I mean, it, I feel bad. It's such a hard thing to say because I'm not, not okay with other people being on the larger side. And I always see these girls that are wearing bikinis that are like a bit more chubby or thicker as you want to say and like I said wear bikinis they wear tight clothes dresses skirts all this shit and I'm like I'm so jealous that I don't have your confidence because I feel like they pull it off like they look fucking phenomenal and I'm like I just don't have that level of confidence to pull that shit off and I know if I tried to that I would look frumpy or weird or I'd be so uncomfortable that like it wouldn't look right um, and maybe that's wrong. Maybe I would look okay, but I just like in my head, I'm like, I know I don't have the confidence, so I'm not going to be able to pull it off the same as they do. And then obviously like I prefer to be a skinnier person because I feel like I would just be more comfortable in myself if I was that one. Obviously there's, you know, as I talk about, if you're unhappy in your own skin, getting skinny doesn't necessarily fix all those problems, but I personally feel like it would help me solve a few of them in terms of just feeling more comfortable in my skin and feeling more accepted and that sort of thing, because ultimately there is prejudice against fat people and it sucks. 
Um, but anyway, I just thought what he talked about was really important because I do think that it needs to be talked about a little bit more that you don't know what someone's dealing with. And I think that by asking me or anybody else who's doing it, why you're wearing a jumper in summer, like as if we don't know that it's fucking hot as fuck, <laughs> like we would be wearing another alternative if we, if it was an option. And we don't know you well enough probably to talk about it. I mean, I don't even really talk about it with my close friends. Um, because it is just something that I find very uncomfortable. I just don't think it's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to word this nicely because it's kind of like an emotional thing for me personally. But I just think if you see someone who's wearing something that doesn't seem weather appropriate, maybe just leave them alone because they're probably dealing with something that's a private issue and they don't want to talk to you about it. If you're a customer coming into a store and you see someone wearing something that's not weather appropriate, you're a customer and they're just there to do their job. Like you don't know them personally. They know it's hot. Fuck off. <laughs> like I'm not going to go and tell you, oh, yeah, no, I feel really like fucking fat and disgusting. So I choose to wear this so you don't know what's going on underneath. Like that's not a conversation I'm going to have with you. So just don't talk about it. And I suppose in some level, like colleagues at work might think that they're like, you know, it's not such a big deal and like it isn't, but also I don't want to talk about it. So it does make it still a little bit uncomfortable. And then when I have to wear or I feel like I have to wear a jumper. I know I'm going to get comments about it, which is equally detrimental because I still feel very uncomfortable about the whole situation. So it's just, it's all around just not a great thing. And I just thought what he talked about was really important. And I mean, look, if you haven't looked him up on TikTok, you definitely should. Even if you don't have an account or anything, just look up his feeds. There's probably like compilations on YouTube or something that you can find, I imagine. Um, because he is really funny, but he does touch on stuff like that, that I think is like really like worthwhile and worth looking into. Um, yeah. So <laughs> that's a lot of my serious rants for this moment. But, um, the final thing that I wanted to talk about, um, is like sexual mangas. <laughs> um, I don't normally go for sexual mangas, um, because I just prefer not to have to read stuff. I prefer like, this sounds like so Bergen or whatever, but I prefer to just be able to like watch and listen and then be turned on. So I normally, as I said before, I go for porn um, or recently, actually, this is like a little fun jam, but if you haven't looked these up, there's ASMR like sex audios that you can find on YouTube or I had then like, I know they have a lot of them on Reddit. Um, if you want a couple, one's Auralescent and the other one I listen to is Professor Kell. Um, you should look them up. They're really fucking sexy. It just basically sounds like you're listening to someone have sex and you can just like, particularly, I feel like I am just able to like imagine things. So like, I just close my eyes, listen to them and I'm like in another world. Um, so yeah, that's normally if I'm wanting to get turned on, that's what I go for. But I recently saw one called, I think it was shame application was its name. And I was like, I saw a couple of like snippets of it and I was like, this kind of looks like it could be pretty interesting. So I found it like read 25 chapters in a day and I was like, this is pretty fucking sick. And um, I was showing Harry a couple of the chapters because I was like, oh, you should like see this. It's like so sexy and whatever else. And also like ideas for us. And um, he ended up actually, he was like, oh, like, do you want me? Oh, sorry. Ah. He was like, oh, do you want me to like read a couple of them in like voices? And I was like, go ahead. And so he just like full like started reading like this whole sex scene in this manga and like different voices and everything and like doing the moans and shit, which was like kind of amazing and also like slightly cringe. 
And, um, yeah, we ended up fucking pretty soon after that because it really got my rocks off. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I thought that was, like, it was so cool. And, like, I just, I don't know. I enjoy being able to, like, have that openness with him to where, like, I didn't even ask him to do it. He just did it. And, like, it ended up being, like, a really cool moment. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I just, I thought I would share that with you guys because I enjoyed it and I thought it was funny. Um, the last thing I'm going to mention, just real quick is um kids tv shows i saw a bunch of them recently that were like just popping up out of nowhere and i completely forgotten about a lot of them and i think these are a lot are like australian tv shows so apologies if these like don't ring a bell to you um but i honestly i'd completely forgotten about them and one of them was called Johnson and Friends, which was like, I think they were supposed to be like a kid's toy. It was kind of like Toy Story-esque. Like they were these kids toys that came alive, but also so like the main one, Johnson was this pink elephant, but there was also like, I can't even think of the things that they call like a xylophone or something um, that like they're that instrument that people like kind of move their hands back and forth, almost clapping and it makes a noise like one of those. Um, and then like a fire truck and then my like semi favorite, but also really creeped me out as a kid was this hot water bottle that was alive, which I don't know, like I've never really thought of anybody like deciding to make a hot water bottle, like a living creature, because I feel like it's kind of like a really odd thing to do, but also the sloshing noise that it made when he walked around and everything was something else. Um, <laughs> so if you've never like, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you should definitely, again, YouTube Johnson and Friends because that's quite something and like it's obviously cringe it's a kids show but it's like what the fuck um and then another one that was like this honestly I think is just like someone's like fucking acid trip and they decided to make it into a kids show because kids don't like challenge everything but literally its name was Magic Mountain which if that isn't the like fucking druggiest name I've ever heard in my life I don't know but like it gets even better so it's called Magic Mountain and then the whole thing is like there's this dragon that like goes blow and then like as it does that like it like puffs out like these clouds of smoke and I mean come on could it be any more obvious of puff the magic dragon like hello um <laughs> it's just like I don't know it's just like it was something else and they were like the creepiest fucking looking things ever I can't work it out if they were like robots puppets or if it was like people inside them I don't know it was like this dragon a lion a hippo Maybe it was a panda. It might have been a panda and a turtle. And that shit is fucking weird as fuck. The creatures do not look right. They don't move like they should move. And then, yeah, there's just this dragon puffing smoke everywhere. So, again, really should look up that one. Magic Mountain, guys. Have a check it out. Um, and then there's this other, like, one that... This isn't, like, even that weird. But I remember I, like... One day it just, like, came to me in a memory and I was like, God, I feel like I remember there being, like, a TV show where there was just, like, these, like, colourful cubes and they were, like, it was, like, a 3D animation and, like, one was pink and yellow and blue and all that sort of shit. And I kept trying to, like, find it and I could never find it on, like, Google Images. If I talked to anyone about it, they, like, were like, oh, maybe, but I don't know. Like, it was never, like, something that anybody remembered and I was like, fuck, did I, like, dream this up and, like... I don't know, like, it just wasn't even a thing. And then one day I was searching for it because I was like, I know this is a thing, like, I'm so sure. And I fucking found it. It was called, I think it was Cubies. And it was these, like, live cubes that walked around and did random shit. And, like, that one actually was cringy as fuck. But I was like, thank God I'm not crazy because I honestly thought I was the only one that knew about it. 
Um, oh, and then another one. Um, I keep coming up with, like, I'm just, like, basically hounding out, like, TV shows that I used to watch. But they were, like, it's just, like, so fucking weird. Like, all the stuff that we used to be, like, totally okay with. Um, you know, there was this one that was, what was it, like, freaky tales or scary stories for troubled kids or something like that. And it was, like, this stop-motion thing. And this kid goes into, like, a theatre and every time, like every episode, he was eating a different kind of like bug or something instead of popcorn. And then it would be this like really creepy cartoon that was just like meant to kind of scare you a little bit. And I was like, what, like, what is this? <laughs> like, who came up with this? But also, like, this is why our generation is the way that it is compared to like the shit that's being shown now that's so like, I mean, half the time they don't even have English. Like, it's just like, blah, 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 blah. like, it's just noises. But, um, I mean, like, I just feel like it was, like, more real. Like, it was just, like, real shit. Like, it was scary or, like, the stuff that was in there was kind of fucked up. And then you just ended up being, like, what you are as a pe- person instead of, like, being sort of cooped up in this weird little, like, everything's really fun and happy and nothing is scary. And then you get put out into the world and you have this entitled little assholes that are running around now. So, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I think that's where I'm going to end it for today's episode. Um, but if you want to give me a follow on Cat Eye Podcast, either on Twitter or Instagram, um, that would be really cool. And then, you know, hopefully once we get a bit of more of an audience going on those things, I can finally like start to really like open up the community and have some like back and forth with you guys, which would be really cool. Um, or you can leave me a voicemail on the Anchor website. Um, I think you just have to go to my thing and like leave me a voice message and it can be anything. I mean, the same thing with like messaging me through like the, um, my Instagram or my Twitter. It's just any questions that you have um, about today's episode or any questions that you have for the future or topics or comments that you'd like me to talk about. Um, anything like that. I'd really love to hear from you guys. So if you feel like leaving me something, then go ahead and do it. Otherwise, I will see you in the next one. So thanks for the chats and I'll talk to you all later. Bye.